When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money welcome to the show where we help you deal with your dough and not get conned <laughs> not yeah, even get that. big conned it was a what a great name the big con c-o-n-n lawyer really with the name of c-o-n-n yeah i know isn't that ironic and what's even more ironic not that just the lawyer's name is is con but that he actually pulled off one of the biggest cons of the u.s government in history 550 million dollars they say and you know what's funny is because i watch so much streaming television that i never saw the 60 minutes episode he was on or any of that stuff I, I found out that. about Eric Kahn on the Apple TV uh, documentary that I, I told saw, I saw Tom him, about, and he yeah. just watched it. Well, I saw him actually earlier on... Um, oh, you saw him on another show. American... American Greed? American Greed, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, this guy this guy ripped off the Social Security Administration for over half a billion dollars. Yeah, it's outrageous, and it's outrageous actually how the Social Security Administration treated oh. his former clients as a result of that. It's all worth watching. Because Every it's bit of it is this appalling, yeah, it's, comedy tragedy of errors. It's judge, both a comedy and a tragedy. Judge, attorney, SSA. We got this thing. little judge in West Virginia, and yep. this little mm-hmm. lawyer in Eastern Kentucky taken. Mm-hmm. $550 million from the United States government who who was told, the United States government was told over and over again, these people are ripping you off. No, they're not. No, they're not. We're going to look the other way. Hey, 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 no, we got blinders on. Please, we're not paying any attention. Oh, it's really good. It's a good, you know, yeah. Just a lot the of big good. big con. A lot of big con, con shows out there right now. A lot of big cons. Oh, speaking, speaking of blinders, did you have yours on this week? Blinders? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. I even yeah. suggested it in yesterday's episode. I said, please. Oh. Uh, please, 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 please do not look. Don't look. Just don't. <laughs> don't. Don't look. Don't look. In fact, I haven't. What are they talking about? You know, I haven't about? even looked at my. I haven't looked at my account statement because I honestly don't want to know. Oh, you're talking about. The, I was talking about the weather. You're talking about the market. Yeah, you were talking. About ah, okay. The yeah. It was a, kind of a bad week for stocks. Um, actually, it was you like think? the S and P 500 lost like four and a half percent. The Nasdaq more than that. And but okay. All right. All right. Yeah, well, it, perspective. First of all, perspective. Well, one. Let's talk about the real numbers first. I mean, yep. it, we were talking. We're talking substantial double-digit declines in some segments of the market, like uh, like uh, uh, the Nasdaq, the tech stuff. They really got hit hard. Yeah. And the tech. <gasps> okay. I just Nasdaq opened my. Now, I just opened yeah. my Schwab account. Yeah, you can't look. Oh, uh, the Nasdaq is down, down over twenty percent year to date. But a globally diversified portfolio, Don. Before yeah. you. Yeah. Jump out your window, which could actually hurt you from your studio, not from yeah. mine. Uh, down 11.5%. But most oh. people have some bonds, a little fixed income, which okay. has not had a good year either. 
But it's 60-40, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, down 8.5%. We expect that. Okay. You need to I, expect that. I you feel better, I feel better now because I'm looking and my year-to-date decline is like 10%. Because I'm yeah, probably more because I'm pretty aggressive. Yeah. But again, and it doesn't bother me, and it shouldn't bother you if you're invested in stocks. You're getting paid for taking that risk, or pardon me, you have been paid for t- taking that risk. And here's the other part. If you're tempted to do something, and I know you are because it's very emotional, mm-hmm. if you move from a 60-40, for example, to a, I don't know, 40% in stock, 60% in bonds, more conservative, that is not a good idea if it doesn't fit your plan. Your plan should be at the middle of that. Number two, we can almost guarantee you if you move to something like that, that you will cost yourself money. You'll simply have less exposure to stocks, which have made more money than fixed income, and you may be buying out at the exact wrong time. Who knows what the market's going to do from here? Monday, my turn and go to the moon when inflation is brought under control by Don's 10-point plan tomorrow. so Wow, but look at that. I have one I have one segment of my portfolio <laughs> that's up. U.S. small cap value? Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> I'm smarter than I look. U.S. small yes. cap value. And you know what's funny is that a year ago, a year ago, we talked about this. A year, two years, three years ago, people calling, why do I own that small cap value? It's really done badly. It really stinks. I don't know why I own that. This is why you own that. You want to own, own various oh, other things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Many, many. Because they kind of help bail you out a little bit. Because if you weren't diversified, if you were just in the S&P 500, your losses would be substantial. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guide to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's over there. I got our names right this time. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. I think I got that right. Um, I think you're good so far. And I think I have something else. This is going to be great, great news for all of you corporate auditors out there. Great news. (laughs) Please, yes. For both of you. For both of you. The Uh, SEC uh, actually clarified the rules. Oh, this goes back to a question from last segment. Yeah, from last segment yeah. or yesterday. Okay. Yeah, the SEC yeah. actually clarified the rules about ownership of mutual funds by auditors. And it's under the what they call the material indirect investment clause of their rule. And they cleared this up. They said the rule makes explicit that the term material indirect investment does not include ownership by any covered person in the firm, any of his or her immediate family members, or any group of the above of 5% or less of the shares of a diversified management company. So that, in other words, you can't own more than 5% of a mutual fund. No, the, Hold no, on. You can't, the mutual fan, fund can't own more than 5% of a company that you are responsible for auditing. Right, and that yep. falls under, that. it just happens to fall under the Investment Company Act of 1940 also. So um, they, basically it says, consequently, the material indirect investment rules as adopted by the SEC in 2020 
allow auditors to invest in management investment companies. This is a lot of jargon for something really simple in management investment companies, provided that they are diversified as defined under the Investment Company Act of 1940, which act established mutual funds. Okay, let me, can I just clarify here very quickly? Yes. If you own, even if you own the S&P 500 index fund, I think there's only five companies that might apply. Yeah. And Apple, Amazon, Even in that case, Microsoft. this very clearly states that if it is a diversified management investment company under the Act of 1940, that you could still invest in it. So Yeah, I'm just saying, even, even anyway, so yeah, it's... So. We helped with that. As I said, I'd try and figure out the conflict of interest. It would be I, very I, difficult. I get obsessed with looking stuff up. Sometimes. So, Brett, your wife's okay. She can go buy a mutual, a fund. diversified index fund. Just get an Just, index fund. Yeah, yeah, it's so simple. Or an ETF. Don't worry about All that. All right. Yeah. We have a question that was sent oh, in at yes. TalkingRealMoney.com. Okay. Actually, We'd this, rather take them on the air, though. Yeah, but this question yeah. came in on the vocal version of TalkingRealMoney.com. <laughs> Is this the chipmunk question? And this this one came in sounding like a chipmunk. I okay. spent about an hour, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I already told this story. I spent about an hour trying to make it sound better. I couldn't do it. So thankfully, Tony uh, sent it back in. Oh, T- Tony from okay. Alabama. He said, I tried to submit my question using your audio link, but when I played it back, it sounded like chipmunks fighting. I tried again. I'll try again with a type message. Hello, Tom and Don. Thank you for your podcast and your advice. I may not. Boy, he did it verbatim. I may not always agree, but at least you make me think. What do you disagree with? Yeah, Everything we say is the truth. Well, you and I disagree on a few things like mm, running out and buying I-bonds right now because they're going to make me a lot of money. But go ahead. Uh, he says anyway, uh, but at least you make me think. Sometimes I, I and sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I'm writing because I'm ticked off. <laughs> My 92 year old father, who isn't that financially savvy but is sharp for his age, finally asked me to look over his Morgan Stanley financial statement. I haven't looked before because I know once you help, you own it. I Wait, don't mind. Don't tell me, huh? Don't tell me. There's going to be no. No, hold on, hold on. No, I'm going to re- no. Stop it. I'm just guessing. No, quit can, jumping I- ahead. <laughs> It's like a book. You're spoiling it. No, you go to the end of books. Do you really? I do. No. Gotta know. That is awful. They're historical books. I already know that we won the war, so it's generally. Yeah, but I just want to. I want to see how they get us there. Oh, I don't like the. Oh, I hate spoilers. So don't spoil this for the audience. We won World War II. Just so you know, putting it out. You read more than that. Uh, Let's see. Anyway, where where did you? throw me off here 92 uh, once you own it once you help you own it i don't mind making my own decisions but i'm not comfortable making them for him until now until now oh until now what i found was his advisor i use that term loosely has him in 33 individual stocks all of which were bought in 2020 after what they liquidated his holdings to align his portfolio with his current age aka churning in my opinion oh he goes on to say that i honestly think the account was being churned but wasn't asked at the time both selling and buying he was charged brokerage fees of course not only do they have him owning 33 individual stocks but the advisor talked him into a variable annuity now wait a minute at 92 that I don't I, I honestly if it was my dad I'd take that to the state insurance commissioner because I, I don't think no, that's I, even I, legal. I would take this to a 
lawyer at this point. Well, it depends on the size of the yeah, amount. Well, the count. Um, he said, I shouldn't yeah, be surprised, but I really am. You are so impatient. We're not jumping to the yes, end of I the am. book. And if you, you know, if you can, if you didn't do the jump to conclusions, if you didn't Matt. jump to conclusions, we'd be done by now. Only, I'm just waiting. If you don't, mind, the only two, the only annuity a 92 year old should own uh, should be an immediate annuity, which he doesn't need because his pension and social security cover all his expenses. Who gambles with a 92 year old? I guess for his advisor, it wasn't a gamble, but a sure thing? Question mark. But I have another dilemma. I want to sell all his equities and move the money into Vanguard or T. Rowe Price, uh, their 2020 retirement funds. The issue he has a, is that he has a $42,000 unrealized capital gain and thus will be paying about $6,000 in federal and state taxes. At 92, and it sounds harsh, I know, but would it be better to just let those stocks ride and use the step-up in basis upon his demise to avoid the taxes or take the hit while the market is down and get out of clutches, get out of the clutches of those charlatans? Oh, sorry, his advisor. Six months ago, the gain was $60,000. $60,000. I should add he's healthy, still drives, and could live another 10 years. What would you advise him to do? Wait a minute. Can you buy the Vanguard Target Date Fund 1990? Is that still available? <laughs> If he's 92, I mean, that's the one he should be in, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just putting I don't think you <laughs> can, but... I didn't know uh, you could do that. No. Uh, okay, listen. First of all, if he doesn't need the money, mm-hmm. I, I never recommend just selling something to get out of it. Is there risk owning 33? And Yeah, he doesn't say the size of the portfolio or whatever. But if he Number has two, a $42,000 unrealized capital gain, it may be a pretty good size uh, portfolio that's, considering, that's good point. considering he just bought the securities in 2020. Yeah. So again, maybe now since things have, you know, gone down more. I have a time. I have a better idea. I okay. have a better idea. We'll take it up on the other side. I, of the but break. I got to take it on the other side of the break because it's it's a little it's a little on the long side. No, it's not. It's not very long. But I have a different idea. We'll be right back though. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Bad Morgan Stanley broker. Bad, bad Morgan Stanley broker. That is definitely in, there. There's, there's no question that if he sold out an entire portfolio of this 92 year old father that we mentioned before the break, there's no doubt that if he sold the whole thing out in 2020 and then repurchased all new securities, that that isn't there isn't some churning going on, just generating commissions, which is appalling. So I have a two point solution so that to this Don, problem you have a nine point plan to deal with inflation yeah, and now two you have point, a two point, two point plan solution for, for this okay two points good. first one All on right. that variable annuity here's what i do one i would file a written complaint with the uh alabama state okay, insurance commission what, what, what is well, this politics you're stealing my ideas and well, no, that, your that, own? okay no that was tom's idea but but Thank you. that is going to have no impact whatsoever because my guess is the alabama insurance commission is run by somebody who either has worked in the insurance industry or still does or will in the future so here's what i would do i would pay 500 dollars or less to an attorney to write you a letter 
No, all I want, all okay. I want all right. is a letter get that. on okay. legal letterhead that says, I have been hired by so-and-so and such-and-such. And, such. and it is our belief that this variable annuity was an unsuitable investment. Give them, have them give the legal language for 500 bucks. Yeah, okay. You'll get an hour. Okay. Uh, maybe less. So you get okay. So you get half credit because it's my idea, but yours is more specific. So well, no, no, no. The letter does not go to the insurance commission. The letter goes, goes to the branch to the, manager yeah, and the compliance office of Morgan Stanley, stating that if my client is made whole, we will we will not consider we will forego further action. I think that's good. Yeah. If okay, my client curious. is made whole, and so all you're asking for is a refund. Just a refund of all everything and paid. And your account back to where it was. Right. That, then yeah. on the stocks, the indi- that, that's a the different... 33 individual equities. Here's the simplest solution for that. Open a brokerage account at Schwab or at Vanguard and move them and over, move in, them over kind. in kind. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, Take them away were, from him. You Take raise every... a good point. Yes. You raise a good point. I always if raise If they're a majority points. of his portfolio. Then he can't audit them. Then he can't. Well, no, audit no. I'm them. saying if he's a majority, then there may be reason to. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> to sell, thanks, good. There may be reason to sell some because you don't want him to lose a lot. In other words, mm-hmm. if half his portfolio is made up of three of those companies, and some of them could really go bye bye, mm-hmm. then you may have reason to sell them. Otherwise, I would just stick with them. Right. And, and what you could do is you could do some gradual selling once you get out from under the broker, because we don't ever want him to get another commission from this. It's a good point. We point. want to get it with a discount brokerage firm where you're going to pay very little, if you know, if anything at all. You go Schwab and pay nothing. And pay nothing. And then th- what you can do then is do some tax planned in, in uh, yeah, uh, liquidation where you uh, where you sell enough that's up, or you sell enough that's down to offset some of the up. Actually, that's that, that makes for sense? you. This is really good advice. This is shocking. Did you take a pill today or something, or what happened? You hit your head. Well, I hit my head earlier, really apparently, because I called you <laughs> me and me you, and there was a and, problem earlier. And, you come uh, back. This is a roaring comeback. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Um, and I, I wouldn't overthink anything. No offense, your father, I'm sure, is a wonderful no. person, but at 92, how many more years? I could be 10. Who knows? Yeah, okay. I, I would, Driving, but I can tell you, know, you so I that my my first priority would be to get him back whole for the annuity. Unless, of course, let, let me just well wait. I'll add a caveat. Does that annuity have a surrender charge? If, if it doesn't yeah. have a surrender charge, then take it out. If there's no big loss, if there is a surrender charge, all you have to do is ask him to waive the surrender charge. That's true. which basically so means the, way, the insurance first- company will just take the the commission away from the broker. My first priority in this situation is I want notice if your father's going to be driving in my neighborhood. That's my first priority. He's not coming from Alabama to Washington. Okay, well, he said he's driving. And once again, I'm going to get in trouble for giving you a hard time over your bad jokes. 855-935-TOM. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, Tom and Don. This is Moz. Uh, I apologize I had to do this. Uh, in one of the podcasts, you mentioned that, uh, or you commented on uh, 
Tom's jokes. So, yes, I'm as guilty as charged. Although I did not encourage him, but I do encourage him because I really like his jokes. I think it is um, not fair that he gets chilly reception in Alaska or anywhere else. <laughs> or, and, and sorry, I also think that his sh the show is very, and his jokes are very exciting. Ooh. I know Paul Merriman doesn't like his jokes, but I like them. So Only thank you, Tom, for keeping it light. And Don, sorry, please get with the program. <laughs> Boss, by the way, uh, the check is in the mail. I already mailed it on Friday, so it should be there. Okay, see, days. now, in this case, in this case, I have to, to, to advise most people to consider the source. Moz's jokes were actually worse than Tom's. Yeah, they were very similar. A I chilly say that. reception in Alaska, Moz. In Alaska? Yeah, come and on. And then there was an exactly right, in there, something about tonight. eggs or something. I, and I don't even get what that one meant. That I, I didn't even get hilarious. That. It was not hilarious. hilarious. It's off oh. the charts humorous. Oh, thank goodness there's somebody on this Knox show who gets, who gets comedy, and it's not you. Okay, nor you, Moz. Jeez. And he interrupts the show for that. Uh, it's good stuff. Thanks, Moss. Yeah. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be mm -hmm. back next week. Well, actually, I won't be here next week. Oh, that's so. right. You're not here next yeah. week. <laughs> it's program uh, note. Oh, it'll be so nice next week then. Yeah. The mm -hmm. humor yeah. will be sharper and yes, crisp, <laughs> crisp and cool and collected. Chill. Uh, our phone number, by the way, 855-935-TALK. As long as you're not calling to praise Tom's jokes, you are welcome to say yeah, anything else. 855-935-8255. And uh, that is uh, free and easy. <laughs> so easy today. Are we in summer yet? No. Uh, still... I think summer officially still doesn't start till the 21st, sir. But here, mm -hmm. this is definitely the January as promised. As they the like January say. of your dreams. In beautiful Seattle, Washington. Experience oh, oh. winter in the spring. <laughs> well, didn't Mark Twain say that? One of the worst one of the worst winters I ever had was a summer in the Pacific Northwest. I think he did. Actually. I think he actually did. Yeah, uh, so, wow. Again, our, our phone number is 855-935-TALK. And uh, we do have another question, though, thank goodness, that mm. was sent in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Yeah. And you will be happy to know that this one is much shorter. Oh, okay. Much shorter. Plus, it's about one of your favorite topics, you. Oh, boy. It's it, <laughs> was this the Tom segment now or something? Of. My bad jokes. My uh, hello, Tom and Don. Uh, Thank you for your excellent work. I listen to the podcast every day and appreciate all that you do. Since you have cleared out your backlog of questions, I thought I would try to get one in. I know you don't usually get into the details of how you construct portfolios for your vestry by appellate clients, preferring instead to represent to reference a simple two ETF solution. Plus AVUV, of course. That was for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Would Which, it... by the way, it's almost break even for the year, I think, AVUV. So. Actually, last time I looked at AVUV, like they were up like 6% or something. Yeah, I don't think it is. Anyway, oh, okay. not after Fair Friday. No, no. Would it perhaps be possible yes. to get under the hood? <laughs> and discuss some specifics about what a typical vestry portfolio might look like thank you the answer is yes kind of okay well. so i mean here's the thing is i just talked to someone today who's done a great job of saving 50 years old um and has it all in three 
index mutual funds at Vanguard, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? It's U.S., international, and then a bond fund. Great. We don't manage money that way. And here's why, by the way. The way we do it is a little more sophisticated. It tilts to more factors, if you will. And it's actually made a little bit more money with less volatility over the long haul. That's the difference. Do you want to get into any more of that? Would you like to share more after the break? Sure. Okay, we'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guide to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK. I'm Don along with Tom who uh, is under the hood of our portfolio. Uh, you, that's my hand. <laughs> not, not while I'm under it. Oh, really? Come Tom's on. Tom's under yeah. the hood. Explaining how our portfolios oh. work now in one minute or less because we have a caller. Yeah, okay. It, and it's not how they work, but it's or how, how they're, they're designed. Yeah, how they're designed. Yeah, how they're built. I just explained that, again, and you know this, on our website, we give you free three-fund portfolios of a variety of custodians. Mm-hmm. Those are fine. Mm-hmm. When you have a little bit more money, it probably makes sense to fine-tune the portfolio a bit by adding other factors to it, more small, more small value, maybe momentum, some things like that. So our portfolio is actually made up of 23 exchange-traded funds, which will tilt more to those factors I just mentioned rather than just being index funds. And good luck running one of those on your own. And that's the problem, too, right? I mean, because you need to rebalance, you need to tax loss, hours, all the things that go into sort of profit. Not, it doesn't sound snooty, but it's what we do for a living. It doesn't, well, you could just use the three, but we're going to. You can. It, it, you actually can. But can. Yeah. but the trick with the thing with the 23, which I still think is overkill slightly. It's a but, lot. Yeah. But it's a lot. the thing is, is that you pick up all of these little tiny differences. And, yep. and, and as we have said, and Paul Merriman and. Eugene Fama and all these guys, it's these little, picking up a little here and a little there, pretty soon you're talking real money, thus the name of the show. And Paul, I don't think we're going to mention him again because he doesn't he like, doesn't like your humor. He's out. Yeah. He's out. I'm pretty He's much out, out too then, I guess. Uh, 855-935-TALK. Give us a call just like Dave did. Hello, Dave. Welcome to the program. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. What's up? Uh, I just had a question. My my brother and I are in the process of selling my dad's house. He's he's still living. He lives in a in a VA assisted living situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need the money from the sale of his home. He just can't live at home anymore. Um, so, uh, just I guess some advice or some suggestions on what we should do with the money. He's got he's got plenty of monthly income. Um, I mean, he lives at a VA home, so it's it's covered by the VA. He's got no no expenses per se. So, how much money are we talking about, Dave? Oh, probably in the three fifty to four hundred thousand range when it's sold. And this will be money for you and your brother or your family. 
eventually, but it's not ours yet. So, you know, I mean, yeah, no, no, I get that. But yeah, it's, right. I mean, it's weird to even talk yeah. about it because he's, he's still alive and it is. in it's, relatively good health. So. It's very uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. but it's, and yeah. that's a, one of our problems as a society is we I make agree. this, we make this process of talking about what to do with money after death, like taboo. And it really should be yeah. important. Yeah. So yeah. the question really is kind of if this is for the next generation, which it sounds like it is. And how old are you, Dave? Uh, I'm 46. You know, I mean, I, here's here are your options. Number one, you can go, as we just mentioned, use we give you free portfolios using index funds at Schwab, Fidelity, and Vanguard. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. I think they're, the, the title says three funds at three groups. That's one. Number two would be to hire a 100% fiduciary and have them build a portfolio for you. Um, mm-hmm. And then in terms of the third, you could still do it more simply even than that. You could just go own, for example, at Vanguard, the VT, the Vanguard Total World Fund. Yeah. It's one fund. It's aggressive because it's all in stocks. I mean, those are kind of the options as, as best I can see them. Um, the question I think at hand would be how aggressive you should make it. If this turns out to be money that's going to be for your retirement, then I would want it to be very aggressive because while you may not feel it, you're very young at 46 years old. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go to the website and check it out. But uh, yeah, and, and it's again say, nothing. But, uh, nothing is absolute. You got it. Everything needs to be based on. This is one of the problems we run into every single day. Is giving an answer to this kind of question is so difficult because you have to take into account all of the needs and wants and fears of the individuals involved and 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 their needs in the future. And right. that should guide the decision more than what is the right thing. It is what is not the what is the, it's not the question is not what is the right thing to invest in. It's what is the right thing to do for the people involved. And then we try to figure out an investment solution. Make sense? Makes sense. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I would go take the risk quiz too. Both you and your brother. Yep, absolutely. Anybody. I mean, this is a good time to take and the risk sit down. for any investor. As painful as it is, stocks. sit down and talk about what is going to happen to this money. Talk about it with your father if he's capable. Bring your brother in. Have the family sit down and say, let's have this talk about what we want done with this money. Dad, what do you want done with it? You know, And then he may defer to you guys and say, what do you guys want done with it? And then you can have this conversation and start to Build, a, even if it's a simple written down on a yellow pad plan, at least now you've got some guidance and some knowledge about your potential directions, which you don't have now. I'd like what you said. I mean, in, in my family, you didn't talk about money. That no. was gauche. That was just something you just didn't do, which is a shame because I've tried to turn that 180 degrees. I talk about it probably too much, even with my 14-year-old daughter, about Here's how much money we have. Here's, I mean, the kind of all the things people need to know rather than making it a big mystery because then when you're turned 25 and you have that job, et cetera, et cetera, well, you don't have any experience because you never talked about this stuff. I'd rather see it out there. I think you're right, Don, from a generational standpoint, it makes great sense to say, here's what I'm trying to leave you and here's how, you know, you guys make the call as to how it's invested. I think that's a terrific idea. Really do. 
Thank you so much. We're, we really appreciate the call, Dave, and and we appreciate all of your calls at 855-935-TALK. And remember, even if you can't hear the show or the podcast at any, at any given time, you can still call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week to try and uh, solve some of the problems, get some of the questions answered. 855-935-8255. You can also send questions in at talkingrealmoney.com. Even comments. Um, Let's see. Do we have time? Anthony, we've got about 45 seconds. Welcome. Hit it. Okay. Welcome. Um, Thank you. Um, Listen to you for about a year now. But my question is, I have an old money market account um, I've had for about, maybe a little over 10 years, and it's my fault, but I haven't been doing anything with it. So I want to know, I want to pull my money out of there and do something How much money's it. in there, Anthony? Um, it's not a whole lot. It's, it's about $20,000. Do you have any other emergencies? Do you have any emergency savings anywhere else? Yes. So this is money you don't need right now? I don't need it right now, no. I just want is to it for retirement, possibly? Anything. Yeah, is yeah, it for retirement, for though? Retirement. Okay, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, take the risk quiz. First, take the risk quiz, and then go to our three fund portfolio solutions. Based on that risk quiz, you should be able to figure out how to how to invest that. Thanks for calling, Anthony. Tom and Don are talking real money. Sorry, I had to do that. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you need more help than we can give you on the phone, just go to vestry.com and set up an appointment with one of our advisors. They'll help you figure this stuff out, and they'll do it for free. They'll do it free, no obligation, no sales pitch. That's vestry.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Capella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.